Bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yep, the telethon for cocaine and hookers continues. Having some technical difficulties with the YouTube, but I'm sure that's because it's all my problem. And it probably is. Can you hear me, John? Is it any better? Or is it just the same, John? Is it, is it all the same? Is it okay? Is it much better? I'm glad because I'm so tired of this bullshit. And thanks again, John. Thanks for your helping out. Techno music, really? I don't know about techno. I think it's all crazy.
Okay, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Oh my god, dude. I don't know how to do this crap. It all sounds like crap to me. So I just don't know, man. I mean... Something more ambient? Well, I'll work on it, John. I really, really will. I promise I'll work on it. Yes, I'm... I'm no Moby. In fact, if I had a hobo DJ name other than Dr. Freckles or the Gingerbread Man, it would be Groby. Groby, the old dude with the Casio keyboard. He lives underneath the bridge not far from Splinkton. Groby's been divorced for 25 years. He doesn't even know what happened to his family. He simply sits underneath that bridge, Groby. He sits underneath that bridge playing weird sounds and weird music, you know, the crazy stuff. The kind of music that drills into your brain and makes you go insane. We don't really know what happened to Groby. He was lost somewhere in the wintertime, I think, maybe sometime in the year, I don't know, 2020 Boblimtok. He was being chased by wild dogs in the night, old Groby and his Casio, the hobo DJ of the underpass. Those dogs chased him down and tore out his nads. Those dogs chased him down and tore at his flesh. They left nothing for the eagle, nothing for the hawk. Those dogs were greedy. They even ate his eyeballs out. Those dogs were terrible. happened to him. Have you ever found yourself under an underpass? Or an overpass? Under an overpass? Underpass? What would be an underpass? Is that a tunnel? A tunnel in the ground? If old Groby lived under the underpass, that means he lived under the tunnel. That means he lived in a cave with mole rat slave women. fucking Groby. Groby and his bullshit. 
All of it brought to you by space. Space was a promise. Elon Musk kept that promise for us. Yeah, um, I'm just sitting here drinking coffee, people, just thinking about shit. I'm not promoting Indiana University, by the way. I'm just pointing out that this is the same fucking t-shirt from yesterday, and I don't give a fuck. I don't have the time or the energy to enscleviate myself. If your question is, am I wearing the same underwear from yesterday? Well, that's a shitty fucking question, brothers and sisters. The real question is, am I wearing the same underwear from last week? That underwear is covered in scumptus. That underwear is covered in grease and disease. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. Look at this. This is my happy place. Do you see that right there? This is my happy place, all inverted and shit. It is, man. Okay, we're going to give you some more techno music before we get into the subject of Salt Lake City. And we'll do something more like you wanted to do bullshit, scrimbo, some type of house bullshit, fuck. Taking it up a notch. We're boogieing to the next level of Groby. This is Groby, you motherfucker. You could work out to this bullshit. You could run a concentration camp. Iron Mill, where you're dumping babies into the metal vat running this fucking music.
Okay, that's enough of that bullshit. I know you loved it. It's a nice segue to the next subject, if you know what I mean. Oh, lift music, huh? Do you mean lift as an elevator or taxi? Do you mean lift? I've got my leotards. Oh my god. You're gonna get ready to boogie. You're gonna boogie like it's 1978 and you're at Club 54 or Club 55 or Heinz 57, you fuck. You run into Andy Warhol. He asks you, do you want to be in one of my porn classics, motherfucker? And you say to Andy Warhol, motherfucker, I'll take your Campbell soup can, shove it up the corpse of, yeah, Marilyn Monroe, you fuck, and then you, and then show you what pop tarts look like, you fuck. <laughs> pop art, pop art, pop tarts. You know what I mean? That's not funny. Fuck it. back down from space, baby. So, the first subject for today, if I don't screw it up with this shitty-ass motherfucker mouse that the universe has given to me because I should be punished for crimes I committed against various saints and sanctuaries and saintectums. In fact, one could argue that the entire sanctimonious crapola is my own sanctimonious fault, but let's talk about the subject at hand. And been, and because we're talking about the subject at hand, I can I have to flip between comments. So if you show up in the room and say, Hi, I'm sorry. This is YouTube. They're probably mind-fucking me. None of this exists. But there's something weird going on in Salt Lake City. Nobody wants to talk about it because the streets have been hard. Recently, the sklink epidemic has been taking over. Mormon missionaries have been found drying out the Russian olive tree pits and grinding that fucking shit up. Yes... Sklink hit the street hard. It hit all the grade schools and the kindergartens. And now nobody walks out on the streets at night near the temple in Salt Lake City because they know something's out there and it's a monster. They're afraid of the Skyhawk Shaman. They're afraid of those various beasts in the mountainsides. Already there's news. Already there's news that the Gronkus Lords are hitting the streets. They're coming after your pets and your cats and your birds and your dogs and your fish and your women and your corn and your wheat and your beer. No, there's no beer in Salt Lake City. They're coming after your, your alternative-style nutritional drink. 
The Gronkus Lords are hitting the street hard. The Salt Lake City Posse is rounding up extra chain for the West Side Hooli Girls. Troglon. Troglon, the feast herder, gets off his job at Sonic. He gets off his job at Sonic at, you know, 11 p.m., motherfucker. He's bringing the Fringleys and the Witch Candies. Troglon is our friend. If Kyle is tossed into the bin of history, and thankfully he was not, all the ancient tribes will rise up and steal catalytic converters. Yes, indeed. Imagine this cradle of ancient times when the Injun folk hunted Bigfoot and fed the babies of Bigfoot to killer whales. Imagine those old times when moms and dads would warn their children about, sketch about sketchy and racially ambiguous boogeymen. They'd sell you if you were bad or... That that would kill you, they would, you know, or that some weird monster would kill you if you were smoking reefer. Zordak, Zordak was fighting for the real deal, community, where Skenda's kings drink beers down by the wharf after hunting Healy flesh in the outer zone. Something weird's going on in Salt Lake City. Troglan and Zordak are not who we think they are. There were three chosen Gerd elves. Horgus, he was capable of using Churgus spells and enchanting bugbears and whale hawks. He was eagle-eyed and ready for trouble. His codpiece was made of jism wax. The second Gerd elf was named Yigo Ru. She was the elf mistress, master of intimate delights and cuddling. She stretched her flingus to launch flaming balls from her vromula. The third Gerd elf is named Blainik. The elder knight, Battlesguard. Blainik had fought in 50,000 years of continuous battle every fucking day. Blainik, the Elder Knight, scarred from battle every day for 50,000 motherfucking years. Every day, baby, someone or some army wants to kill Blainik, 
the third of the chosen Gerd Elves. That's a lot of stress, right? Something weird's happening in Salt Lake City, brothers and sisters. Something strange is going on down. <laughs> Something weird is happening in Salt Lake City. Something strange is going on down. There's a story of spies and reporter and reporter spies, CIA spooks and KGB. Mossad and French Secret Service, MI5, MI6, they got their, they got their fucking Weetabix. Yes, MI5 and MI6, Coldplay, Imagine Dragons and Oasis. And a shit ton of Weetabix. Oh, but what about Bangers and Mash, Dan? What about Bangers and Mash? Fuck you, motherfucker. The planet is in Strobus. Something weird is going on in Salt Lake City. I don't know how to put this, but among the Sklaven Bell of the Northwoods, the ones that chase buses, the ones that take down names, as the old mud witches once did in, during the time of Prolus, you know, when the Salt Lake was filled with lamprey, after the first age of Scrantania. How we would dump those sad little squimbies in the pits with the blind sharks and the scuzz rats and the burning mold that would slowly melt you. What's going on in Salt Lake City, motherfucker? What's going on in Salt Lake City, motherfucker? Nobody knows. Nobody wants to know. It's too fucking scary. Hagendor. The Thrunctus. He was the hero that Brigham Young sent. But we threw him out. The Thrunctus. His eyes were filled with rook acid. His mind skewered by space lightning, covered in soul juice. Hagendor the Thrunctus met Brigham Young near the pits in Rena, Utah, where Kudus, the bath wanderer, first hunted the engines there and dumped their bodies in that damn pit under the Walmart. He spoke to Joseph Smith. He gave him the seven forgotten cubic zirconia tablets. Something's going on in Salt Lake City. Yes, Hagendor the Thrunctus, he met Joseph Smith once. He gave him the seven forgotten cubic zirconia tablets, the ones from Tronus, 
the Firth Archer. Something weird's going on in Salt Lake City, brothers and sisters. There's something weird down by the water. Something down there. Weird stuff is happening on Antelope Island. Trevor Stortis, elder of Mundo Temple in Umpa Valley. He saw something bad. It shook him up. I was down there with my girlfriend, and oh man, oh man, there were swarthy-looking, dark-skinned men having deeply moving and gymnastic sex with young white women. It was horrifying. Kind of sexy. When the temple chief heard the news, he sent the honest men, the good army of Mormoniums, the Sklid warriors... They burned the villages of the Gleason and left their bodies to bake in the sun not far from Provo. Something weird's going on in Salt Lake City, brothers and sisters. A trellis was built from Hooperstown to Nungleyville. A pipe was fastened A pipe was fastened to the stars in heaven. A pipe was fastened to the stars and the weavers left the dog women to fight for muskrat cake near Coopton. They said you ain't got no right to build no trellis, no to erect no pipe, you fuck. But Durgis, temple leader from Dugway, he broke the will of those terrible inbred city folk and then took his gold and his hookers and cocaine and ran for Mexico. Father, Father is the sky moose, the one foretold. Father, 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 is the sky moose the one foretold? Young Upas asked his dad. Boy, keep to the fields. Your mind is scattered. The dwinky whistle in the in a summer breeze after Zortan mist has lifted. That is your mind. As if the Kagan Mings have finished eating, your brain is broken, son. Focus. And they walked onwards, the father and the son. They walked towards Thragus Pass, where they would stand with all the Gregans to defend the realm of Vrez. By the year 2066, there will be eight hooker republics ruling Mars. They will vie and compete and scheme to control the precious Kragle goop that makes life worth living, baby. And those MSNBC hookers, you know? What do they do but spread disgrace and smoke? They are the old-time boog curds of history, you know? 
the ones meant to be dumped at that old abandoned mine, the mine outside of Norgantown. Near, near that church, you know, the ones the Germans set, the Germans set fire to. Something weird is going down in Salt Lake City, brothers and sisters. They have no mine dice, they have no dingle. They've lost contact with their soul juices. All of the clouds are now part of their frimdic system. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, but these are weird, weird times. I'm going to put on some trance music and go fill up my cup of coffee, and I will be right back. And I will put that into the notes so people don't get all angry and start setting shit on fire. Going to get coffee, dudes. Yeah, that's all I'm going to go do right now. But I'm going to set you up, baby. I'm going to set you up with something good. I'll be back in a bit.
Well, that was great, wasn't it? Uh... Yes, the last of the Fergan Lords. In the time of Grinkus and Flesh. Hey, that's okay, dude. You have tea and rum. That's good stuff, John. Yeah, you remember back in the day when we would fall in love with each other? We would go walking on beaches with that woman or that guy, whatever you want, that's up to you. Just keep your junk business to yourself. But the romance, man, that's the poetry of hugs and kisses. That's the poetry of music being played on a violin. At that Italian restaurant not far from where those old people were killed last week. Overproof rum is the best, John. Yes, what did we learn about Salt Lake City, by the way? Well, we learned we should stay away from it. I mean, we know that Salt Lake City is filled with, you know, inveterate, impossible to please, you know, sclerotic-minded scrungus freaks who have eldritch rituals that they practice on Antelope Island. But what else do we know? We know you can't get 63% overproof rum in Utah, probably. Not without cannonball run shit. Not without, yeah, Burt Reynolds? Would Burt Reynolds help us? Would he come back in time to help us? I think Burt Reynolds is done with us. We could have lived according to his ways as he expected us, but he's done now. Burt Reynolds has abandoned us as he expected to back in the day. I don't know if Burt Reynolds is dead. I'm operating under the assumption that Burt Reynolds is alive and he's fighting evil in a in a in a trans -am. I want to believe Burt Reynolds is his 1970s sexy, powerful because hey, I'm not gay, but I can recognize sexy and powerful. 
I want to imagine Burt Reynolds is fighting all the freaks and all the monsters on the edge of town in his Trans Am, and he's got a cowboy hat and some red disco t-shirt, and you know he's wearing cowboy boots, and those denim jeans, man, they show off the package. He's out there, probably with a machete or a machine gun machete. In fact, he's probably out there with a machine gun that shoots little people with tiny machetes. see what's in the news right now because that's always nice right about now what's in the fucking news oh shit fuck shit fuck shit fuck fuck parents in california are acting like fuckheads i just can't believe that shit fuck parents in california are acting like shitheads fuck i don't know they're not there's this headline on Zero Hedge about how the teachers are acting like shitheads and forcing kids or tricking kids into LGBTQ clubs. And I just think this is more nonsense. I, I think this is only, you know, I used to think that Zero Hedge was kind of okay, which is the biggest compliment you'll get from me. Um, but over the years, I've started calling it Isvestia. And that's as a joke, because, you know, in the old Soviet Union, you had Pravda and you had Izvestia. And the really sophisticated Sovietologists, the ones that worked for Rand Corporation, the ones that wrote articles for The Economist and Foreign Affairs after having triple sideways sex with three horses, they used to think Izvestia was the thing. It, it, Pravda, Pravda's bullshit. Izvestia. But with all the articles being published from Epic Times on Zero Hedge now, I feel like maybe Zero Hedge should be called Epic Times. And man, does Zero Hedge love spreading the COVID, monkey herpes, Chinese murder flu bullshit. I, I think it's, it's, you know, I don't know how to put this. It's like they talk out of both sides of their mouth. They'll put essays out, out there that, are, that the lockdowns are bad and the vaccines are bad, but this monkey herpes is really bad too. So they leave people in a permanently fucking confused state. They don't really have any rational basis for making a decision. So when I read articles about how California teachers are tricking students into going into these weird clubs, I say to myself, is this the news or is this today's dog whistle? Because I think it's today's dog whistle. I think it's bullshit. I'm not saying there aren't teachers doing wretchedly stupid shit. Brothers and sisters, it's a public school. You can rest assured every day they're working, which is not many days, but you can rest assured that at a public school, teachers and principals and other administrators are doing wretchedly horrible shit. It's a fucking public school. The only place as bad, because I won't say worse than a public school, is an American hospital. Just so you know, if you've never worked in a hospital, if you've never actually, you know, seen the insides of it, you might not understand. And you might have visited one and said, oh my God, I lived, so they must have saved my life. 
But it's kind of like that person that made money with Bernie Madoff. You know, there were people that made money with him. They, they lived, they made money, and they died before 2008. You're like that person. You're a lucky son of a bitch. tired of this bullshit. Next news topic from Asvestia. Let's take a look. What else is on Asvestia today? Oh yeah, we're in a mass Jonestown. I kind of just, well, you know what though? It, we were put, let's, let's call things what they are, Asvestia. We were put into a mass Jonestown. I don't think anybody at the end of 2019 wanted to be gaslit and mind-fucked and mind-raped for two years. I don't know anybody who wanted that to happen. I know a lot of people, like myself, who knew something was going to happen. I, I wasn't sure what shape it would take, but I was pretty certain it was on the horizon. And simply for obvious reasons, like the banking system was blowing up in the summer of 2019. But they kept that a secret. They didn't want you to know about it. And then they gave you the fucking monkey herpes and said, oh my God, the monkey herpes in Wuhan, China, old people are falling over dead. That's pretty good special effects. And who knows? I think they killed a lot of people in China, but it wasn't the monkey herpes. It wasn't the Rona. It wasn't the COOF. It wasn't the Chinese CCP virus. It was good old fashioned murder. And that's harder to grapple with. If you've come to the realization that the corona stuff, the panic, the pandemic is pretty much a psyop, then you have to accept the fact that there were people killed for a lie. That people committed suicide because they were driven to that point because of a fucking lie. And when you realize that about the commie bullshit, the crank bullshit, Antifa bullshit, when you come to understand that this is all bullshit designed to make you angry and sad and divided and above all else to keep you from fucking doing anything, when you realize that, then you have to ask yourself, what the fuck, right? Fuck. Where was I going? Jonestown. Jonestown probably had its golden days, right? In fact, 
Wouldn't you like to travel back to the first days of Jonestown? When things worked so good. When people were happy in the neighborhood. Go back to the first days of Jonestown. When they would bake cookies and have bake sales. When they would share goblets of wine. When they would dance naked in the nighttime sky. Those first days of Jonestown were optimistic as fuck. They all thought they had good luck. They were just trying to live for a few bucks in that wretched place called Guyana. Guyana, right? was a golden age of Jonestown. I mean, it probably only lasted a week, but isn't it funny when a bunch of crazy motherfuckers set off on a journey? They almost invariably declare a victory on day one. And they have their party, and they drink their goblets, and they have their moonshine monkey sex. Because they, they won. It's day one of the new world order, the new France, the new communism, the new moldy Soviet fucking man. And they're happy. Drinking their discount vodka. Pissing into buckets. They are happy. Eating the bunghole grease. They are happy. Firing guns into outer space. topic. So I had this crazy fucking idea and it's a crazy fucking idea. And here's the crazy fucking idea. I want to create a website that allows people to customize their own kind of fucked up, dystopian, tyrannical, 
maybe even fascist and or racist political party. In fact, maybe even their own little pseudo country. They customize their flag. They get to write up their manifesto. People get uniforms. And it makes people happy if, they're, if they have their own private fascism. I mean, I don't believe in fascism, but I did create Dr. Freckles Global Tontine Club in 2016, and very soon you won't be able to read it online because GoDaddy, which is a company of motherfuckers run by a motherfucker named Aman Bhutani, GoDaddy, that shithead fucking company, is canceling me. So the fact is, Dr. Freckles Global Tontine Club is on the run from motherfuckers, brothers and sisters. But I created my own system. It was beyond imagination. Twenty sixteen, yeah, twenty sixteen. In twenty sixteen. I created Dr. Freckles Global Tontine Club, and the goal of, of the whole contract was to make fun of social contracts, but inadvertently, I gave birth to a hypernation. Inadvertently, Dr. Freckles now rules the world. If something good happens to you or your friends, you need to send an email to Dr. Freckles. Because everything good is because of Dr. Freckles. Can you imagine having your own private fascistic cult, your own private uniforms, your own private fucking design swords and shit? I mean, it's really taking LARPing to the next level. And then you can go marching down the fucking street with your five or six or ten friends that you can, you know, hoodwink and rook into doing it. And they'll wear their outfits with their, you know, red boots. You, de you decided red leather boots, red leather boots. And you decided you wanted purple pants, purple pants. And you decided you wanted a black leather jacket. Oh, that's a cliche. And you wanted your emblem on the jacket. You wanted football helmets for your minions. You paid a big buck. And now you have a flag for your made-up fascistic party, you have a flag for a made-up fascistic country, and here's the ticket. Here's where the big bucks come into play. Once a year, you have some type of dystopiacon. Dystopicon. And you invite all these motherfuckers. You invite the Krogon freaks and the Drenglicks. You invite the East Side and the West Side hooker rappers. You invite Dr. Freckle's Global Tontine Club or something bad's gonna happen. You invite all the made-up motherfuckers, all of them, and you have a race war. Mm -hmm. 
Yes, invite all the Kroglon freaks, all the LARPers, invite everybody that made up their own fascistic dystopia on my custom fascistic dystopia, you know, website. I don't know what I would call it. Fash book? <laughs> That's probably taken. Can you imagine having your own political party, your own political organization created privately, your own fucking uniforms and flags? And imagine those 80,000 or 100,000 armies converging on one location, a big massive fight to the end, which, which Kroglon gang, which Drumbig Horde, which, which group of mouth breathers and chin walkers will win? You don't know. I know that Dr. Freckles Global Tontine Club would have yachting wear. We would all dress in navy blue jackets that are ballistic resistant. We would all wear slacks, white slacks past Labor Day. We would all look like we're gonna go yachting sometime, someplace. We'll even have a yachting style hat. In fact, I suppose it would be reminiscent of that BBC series, The Prisoner. Yes, that would be Dr. Freckles' Global Tontine Club uniform. Yachting wear for yachting folk that believe in yachting for good yachting's sake. These are the good yachting folk you don't want to fuck with. They'll make you happy. They'll burn your soul. They'll burn your mind with cootie grease. Yes, cootie grease.
Yes, sometime in the year Frumbly, there will be 80 million tribes on planet Earth fighting for the last corncob cubes. They will all have red eyes, their skin and hair will look musty. They will be covered in fecal matter and mold and automobile oil and all kinds of grease and diesel fuel. They will have spent years eating broken glass and metal shavings. They will have spent years boiling rugs and having rug stew. There's protein and used rug. There's protein and used rug. The Vegas rugs are the best. The ones from the penthouse, motherfucker. You might consider that an indictment of the cleaning staff at the major casino hotels. But yes, in the years of frumbless and frumbly, when the people are looking for the last of the corncob cubes, they will have boiled all the rugs in Vegas for the protein soaked into them. In fact, people consider those rugs to be some of the most nutritious rugs ever. They will be sought after when there's nothing to eat but the stuff you ate yesterday. Yeah, I don't know about eating rugs, brothers and sisters. I don't know if I'm ready to eat rugs, but they say there's a lot of good protein in old Vegas rugs. A lot of it. A lot of great protein. And as far as customized fascistic dystopian hellhole costumes and LARPing, it sounds crazy, but if I think if I created a website that offered you to customize your own kind of fucked up party... Maybe your thing is about racism, whatever, that's stupid. Maybe your thing is about hating people who have different kinds of junk, that's stupid. Maybe your thing is about hating the Danish people. And can I say something on that accord? If you want to create your own LARPing fascistic dystopia whose primary purpose is to isolate and identify the Danish people as the world threat, I'm okay with that, buddy.
We don't know how many creatures are coming for us in the mountains. We really don't know. We think we know, but we don't. We're not really sure. Could be a lot of mountain apes out there, a lot of Bigfoot. We know that in the age of Boblimtok, we know that in the seasons of Grinkentime and Boblimtok Minor, that the next big festival is called Red Thursday. And Red Thursday is the ceremonious time where you get your baseball bat and your rebar and your chainsaw and your machete and your Civil, Civil War style frickin' saber and you get up on your horse, or you, you ride your frickin' Harley Davidson, your hog, down through the streets, tossing dynamite at random people, and stealing catalytic converters. That's what you do on Red Thursday. And it's coming. Are you ready? Are you ready for the ghosts of your past and the other grunken freaks to chase you down? Are you ready to face up to your fears and your failures, to your mistakes and your enemies? Are you ready to take a shuriken and drive it into the forehead of your enemy from 20 feet away, are you? Do you have razor-sharp arrowheads? Are you ready to do what you gotta do? Yes, it is Dan's Sunday morning dystopian disco lounge. Yes, we're broadcasting live on YouTube, which means a 60-second delay. Yeah, they got to figure out if you're sending coded messages to the 14th Freedom Army Group outside of Blunkton, the ones that have the new space artillery, the ones with the rail guns aimed at you, motherfucker. So what's everybody doing this Sunday? If anybody wants to chime in, because I can switch to a next topic, I don't care. Anybody going on a picnic? A, a, a late fall, early wintertime picnic, maybe going out to those falls. You know the, 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 frozen, the frozen waterfalls where you first fell in love? Any of you going out to those frozen waterfalls with the women folk you, you fell in love with or the men folk or the men, men, women folk, whatever, your junk is your fucking business. You're going out to those frozen falls. It's been 20 years since you first met and yeah, you know, the polish is off the diamond. That rose has wilted. That love has turned cold. Cold like the ice that's frozen on the waterfall. Hey, honey, you want to go up and go up to Overview Pass, the one that has a sign that says stay away, honey? 
That's where we first fell in love. Whatever. You're just an old over the top of day. Okay, honey, let's go to the top of that pass, baby. Oh, isn't it nice up here, baby? Looking out at the Snoqualmies and bullshit. Looking down at Seattle and all the Mungo freaks. We have been together for 20 years, you know. Don't you love that view, honey? Why don't you get close to the edge? Yeah, that's love. That's love. That is love between a man and a woman. That is love between a man and a woman and an ape. Love between a man, a woman, and an ape. And if you're not going to go on a picnic with that man or woman in your life or woman woman man man what are you gonna do you're gonna go to the mall the mall's been shut down you're gonna go out to dinner all they're serving is sklimbic and rat pudding all they're serving is herpes residues people go in there and they scrape off their sores and that what goes into that freaking onion soup you're eating that's what they're serving at the restaurant restaurant herpes soup and lamprey rat, an old sclindic beast, and stuff they found at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean that's still fucking alive. Nobody knows what it is exactly, but when you test it, you know, you come up with beef and chicken and something else, at least that's what happened to Subway when they started serving ocean chicken. So if you're not going to go to a restaurant with your girl, if you're not going to go on a picnic up to the mountains to take that person you love someplace romantic like the first time you fell in love, what are you going to do? You're going to watch cartoons on that internet machine they gave you so you can learn stuff? What are you going to do? You're going to binge watch maybe like, I don't know... Maybe you'll binge watch Game of Thrones. And then you'll dress up in your sexy uniforms. So you'll dress up in your, you know, your society for creative anachronism. LARPing medieval times. Yes, what, we, what am I going to do? Well, I think I'm going to close out this session of a telethon for cocaine. We've learned a few things. We've learned that I still need to work on my audio setup. We've learned that there's still love in the world. 
We've learned that all my digital presence will be mostly erased in a few days. You know, YouTube will destroy me next. That doesn't matter. We've learned that I'll run through the streets doing the sneaker net thing with USBs just to do a big fuck you. And you know what? Pirate radio. Yeah. There's lots of options for crazy fucks like me. So I'm closing this out. Sunday, Disco Dan DJ time. But I'm gonna close it out with some really cool music, right baby? Crazy stuff. No, that sucks. That sucks. That sucks. I'm gonna do this instead. This is bolt better. Fuck. power of this music it's pulling you in baby there. Take on the world. This is Sunday Disco DJ Dan music. baby.
we go. That's it. That's all she wrote, brothers and sisters. I will see you later. I hope you enjoyed this Disco Dan Sunday discotech dingy dystopian bullshit cafe. I love all of you. I love you, baby. I'll see you guys again. <laughs>